Welcome. We are your hosts for Bitches Be Brave. This is Heather Hobbs. And this is Bev Steele. And together we are everyday working women trying to raise a family, succeed at our careers, stay fit and healthy, and still look hot. It's our hope to address the issues that we deal with every day and to bring you the knowledge and information from the top experts so that together we can truly thrive and experience wellness in all dimensions of life. And because we care, please remember the thoughts, comments, and advice of this podcast and our guests do not substitute medical advice and you should consult your doctor before starting any new program. And we'd love to hear from you. Please email us at bitchesbebrave at bitchesbebrave.com or visit our website, bitchesbebrave.com or Instagram at bitchesbebrave. Hello, and welcome to episode three of Bitches Be Brave. This is Heather Hobbs. And this is Bev Steele. And together, we are everyday women trying to raise a family, succeed at our careers, stay fit and healthy, and still look hot. It is our hope to address the issues that we deal with every day and to bring you the knowledge and information from top experts so that together we can truly thrive and experience wellness in all dimensions of life. So today is January 11th, which means day 11 of our New Year's resolutions and diets. How has it been going, Heather? It has been going. It's uh, pretty good. I've had some ups and downs. I've had some challenges. I've had some big obstacles to overcome, um, some which I haven't. But for the most part, pretty good. How about you? You're doing the keto diet. I am. And, you know, even just the last two podcasts that we've done, I've really even seen me adapting some of the things that you've talked about, like the celery juice, Mm. the lemon water. This morning I was super crazy busy, so I threw my lemon into my celery juicer and did it together. Awesome. And I have been modifying things like that as um, we both went back to work this week. Yes. Um, But overall, as far as from a diet perspective, I find the keto super easy. Mm. And I did say that the scale number doesn't matter, but it totally matters (laughs) because it hasn't moved. So I'm going to be real. It matters to me. But I'm sticking with it for the 30 days because I... I think that it may take some time. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, I think the whole thing with keto is getting yourself into that ketogenic state, which probably takes some time, I right. would assume. So I, yeah, I still, I mean, I really didn't weigh myself before, so I don't know. And my scale's kind of crazy anyway, so I don't really know that to believe it. But mine I did, for those of you guys that had listened to the previous episodes, um, my approach was a cleanse. So I, I like to do a reset. I like to try to just go all out, full into a cleanse. And But it's hard. But I did ease into it. I think knowing that I was looking at it from a whole month perspective and not trying not to drink for a whole month, but also even my, my diet plan was long term. So I wasn't as rushed. So I took, I think, five days of kind of working up to it where I did do juices. I did plants, um, you know, salads and fruits and things like that. And then I went in full on into like a cleanse where I only drank my detox drink. And I did that for two and a half days. And the funny thing is, I mean, so cleansing, anybody who's ever cleansed, you know, like the detox symptoms. And I think you had this too. I did. Just like, they can be tough. I mean, I had freezing to the bone chills. Like I would just be so cold, it hurt. And 
I would be irritable. Then I would have trouble sleeping, um, aches and pains and just headaches, that kind of thing. Definitely lasted for about three or four days. But then when I went into the full juice, I, that second day of no food, I felt awesome. In fact, I woke up on the third day and felt so good and had so much energy, I didn't even feel like eating that day. And so I went another half day on it. But yeah, you had those detox symptoms I too. I did. I did. I thought maybe I was getting the flu, but mm. I was doing a lot of reading about the keto and they do have, it is a symptom that you can get the keto flu. Or I would feel achy mm-hmm. when I went to bed. And that lasted probably, yeah, about the same, about three to five days and very short. I mean, I would say overall it wasn't like the driving pain or anything. Um, but it it definitely was there and I just needed to work through it. Mm-hmm. And now I'm feeling really good and my exercise has been good. Getting back to work, I've had to yeah. balance that a little bit. I did change up some of the strength work that I'm doing. I have the series of exercises that I do. And I needed to set my alarm for every hour. So I'd get up from my desk and do a couple push-ups, and then another hour. And by the end of the day, I completed it. Hmm. But I knew I wasn't going to be able to complete that goal with everything on my plate. Well, so that's been the hard part for me. I think going back to work, the first thing that really went for me was my workouts because I travel a lot for my job and I was on a plane on Monday, on Wednesday, and on Thursday of this week. And so that just up early to catch early 6.30 a.m. flights, and it just is the first thing to go. Um, And then I had the extra big challenge of getting upgraded, (laughs) which normally I love, and I get so excited when I get upgraded. But I think I text you. I'm like, oh, this one's going to be a big challenge because normally if I'm upgraded and I was just going straight to a dinner, I would partake in some wine along that trip. I mean, why not? You board the plane and they offer you a drink so what's the point of being in first class if you can't have a glass of wine so so it was hard that must have been tough it was hard I did it though so it was I sat I happened to sit next to some guy and it was kind of funny the the flight attendant comes over and she tells us what the menu options were and he goes I can't eat any of those and I said I can't either and we we started talking I said he's he said he was doing the whole 30 and I told him what I was doing. And um, so we said, can you just give us just fruit and vegetables? That's it. And she said, okay. And then he had sparkling water. I had my hot tea. Um, and I had to go to a happy hour and then I had to go to a dinner, a work dinner. And I know we're going to talk about this, but I think, you know, it's just, it's funny. Why do we feel that pressure of when other people are drinking? Like it seems so hard to be like, I'm the one that's going to say no. And I actually made it through dinner. I said no, and I had my sparkling water. But then I had, everybody wanted to go do an after-dinner drink. And we were meeting. And I caved. And so I caved. I had one drink. I had a whiskey on the rocks or scotch. What, What do you think that is? Do you think that, because I'm always in work environments, and it seems like there's always, the drinks are flowing. There is, occasionally there's a person that's not drinking. Um... But there is the weird one. But yeah. (laughs) Right? Well, that's what I was going to say. What is it? Like you you want to be fun or you just, or you want to seem like you're part of the group, part of the team. Because there is that expectation to be part of the team. Yes. Right? So if the team has decided we're going for an after dinner drink um, to announce to everybody at that point, hey, I'm, you know, not drinking or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's like... 
dun, 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 kind of like the <laughs> bummer, you know, and exactly. I think, I don't know, so I caved, and I, I don't like that though, I mean, that kind of leads into what we were going to talk to you today a little bit about, just being brave, and being able to be okay in doing situations that are might might be outside of our comfort zone, and that we're afraid to do, and I don't know. I started, um, so one of my other New Year's resolutions that I had this year was to read books. I wanted to mm-hmm. try to read a book a month or a book a week, um, which so far I've actually done, but I'm going to, I'm going to lessen that and probably give myself some leeway to say two a month. And that includes audiobooks. But one book that I just finished reading yesterday was called Can't Hurt Me. And it's about this Navy SEAL guy, but he had a really rough childhood and struggled in school and struggled with athletics and just constantly didn't feel worthy enough. And then he he kind of had this epiphany, right, where he looks himself in the mirror and said, what if? Like, what if I can do well? We tend to do the what if in a negative way all the time. Like, what if I fail? What if I don't do well enough? What if I don't make enough money? What if, you know, this or that? And instead of saying, what if I kick ass what if I do well what if this thing goes beyond my dreams and I think that was you know I loved that part well that is exactly where we have been how long have we been talking about this podcast we've literally met and talked about this podcast numeral times but could not we were not brave enough to turn on the microphone and finally we just said let's just do one Mm -hmm. and see and that's what it took it took action and and stepping forward and I love even though he's a little abrasive but yeah not that I don't love that he's embrace abrasive I think that's so true if you don't at least try you know it's like yeah the Wayne Gretzky you miss every shot you never take I know everyone's heard that a million times but you still love it because any action puts something in motion mm-hmm. and I'll be honest I think there's there's something about sometimes other people that there, you know, a, a lot of outsiders, not your close friends, but I mean, maybe don't even want to see you succeed. And so people will give you that doubt, right? People will put mm-hmm. doubt into your mind. Kind of like, you know, they always tell you don't tell anybody what you're going to name your baby before you do because people, oh, I don't like that name. Oh, really? Or Didn't you say y- I stole your baby name? You did steal my baby name, but it's okay because I, I had two boys. I don't recall stealing it, but. No, it's okay. <laughs> We did. We did. It was funny. We were both pregnant with our, well, my first, your third at the same time. And uh, I didn't know what I was having. And I had a name though for a girl. And you one day called me up and you're like, I decided on the name Avery. And I went, that's my name. That's the name I'm going to choose. And you're like, oh, I knew I heard it somewhere. And I liked it. That's Thank funny. She had a boy. But I had a boy. So it didn't Although matter. Avery is a boy name. I love the name still. Yeah. But, but yeah. So anyway, we divert. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think, have you, so one of the other terms that I came across recently, I was talking to a friend of mine um, who is really successful and I said, I just feel like a fake. I feel like a phony. I feel like I'm going to be found out. Like I've gotten lucky to be where I'm at today. And, And he looked at me and said, everybody feels that way. It's called the imposter syndrome. And I had never really heard that term. And I looked it up. I Googled it because I'm like, oh, good to know. Like, I just, I honestly like felt like it was just me. And it turns out 70% of people all suffer from this imposter syndrome at some point in their life, which is really that 
the whole just I don't I'm not good enough I got lucky I'm gonna be I'm a fraud I'm gonna be found out have you felt like that oh my gosh so much I mean I say to myself you say you're a runner but you're not acting like it you know Mm -hmm. you say you're vegetarian but you eat like crap you know (laughs) and I think that that is like an internal voice and a reason why I really strive to you know do a little bit more to be successful because maybe no one will find out right that really I'm not all that I am shocked I'm shocked um, I was talking to my daughter and her friends they were having a sleepover and I told them that we were doing a podcast well the girls got so excited and where is it and one of the girls says to me one of my daughter's friends oh my gosh I want to be you when I grow up I almost fell over. I'm thinking in my head, are you kidding? Right. You have no <laughs> because idea. Yep. I'm thinking to myself, well, I'm not that great. These are just a facade, right? Yeah. And how how do you how do you move through that? Well, and that, I mean, this is a big topic for work, right? For all of us working women, I think it's a big problem that women, I mean, you just said it, we work harder. We just, we put our heads down and we just think if we work hard enough, someone's going to notice and then they're going to help us and say something. Time to exercise. Time to exercise. (laughs) (laughs) In a drop down. Yeah. She's going to drop down and do some push ups. Okay, as I do these. That's like right on cue. Oh, she's literally doing lunges right now. This is awesome. Okay, go ahead. Okay. But, you know, I do think for, like, women, we typically will, we will feel, we'll always have self-doubt. And so if we're, like, looking at applying for a job, they can say women could have 95% of the criteria for that job, but we will stop ourselves and say, well, I better get the other 5% before I consider going for it. Whereas generally men, and I don't mean this as any sort of negative you know, assault to men, but that I think men tend to go, I have 50%. I'm going to just go for it. Why not? I can like work myself to the rest of it. So I think we just, we need to get over that, that self-doubt and negativity. Yeah. I heard once that men, even when they look in the mirror, they'll zero in on the thing that is their best quality and be good with it. Whereas women will look at our worst, right? Go right in on the thigh or the belly or whatever. So yeah, I agree. And, and you need to be aware, we need to be aware of it in order to change that. Yeah. I, so when I was looking at this, this imposter syndrome, they, I thought it was interesting. They put things into different groups. And when I was reading through this, I'm like, it nails me and I know it nails you in some of these points too. So one of them is the perfectionist, that we have such high expectations that even if we meet 99% of the goals, we feel like a failure if we didn't meet the one. Like my scotch the other night, right? I totally felt like I was a failure because I had one scotch. And you, and I I need to tell everyone this, you have been so much more stringent on your whole plan and your goals like here I'm eating all this cream and cheese and eggs and you're doing a juice cleanse and so the one little hiccup you have then it negates everything else right and then we want to we want to quit or throw in the towel and I don't know I think the other one so is experts that we need to know every piece of information before we start a project um you know we want to know absolutely everything and we won't go forward until we do and then there's... That was the podcast. Yes. Mm-hmm. True. We felt like we, we had yeah. to have it all we nailed down. We got to write it down. We need to learn. 
And this one's, I think, kind of us too, because of the, we work we work out of our house, right? We're not, we're both of us are not in an office building. We travel a lot, but soloists. So we feel like we have to do things on our own and that if we ever have to ask for help, it makes us look bad. And I know I'm guilty of that. I like to take charge, do things my way. And that's not great since I am also a leader mm-hmm. of <laughs> people, but... Um, do you ever feel that in a meeting, like you're in a meeting with top executives and you want to ask a question, but you think, gosh, I don't know if I should ask that because then... Stupid question. And then somebody else yeah. asks it. And they're like, and great like, question. Yes. I'm like, God, I thought that five minutes ago. Right. But yeah. I know. And then the, the last one, which is totally us too, is super men or super women who push ourselves to work harder than everyone else to prove a point. And I think that I'm definitely guilty of that. I mean, even this week, it's like first week back at work and I like dove in hitting three cities in one week and it's exhausting. And I think that's that's a piece too is saying, you know, it's okay. Like I know I work hard. Do I have to make myself crazy by yes. working so hard, you know? You know, it, what's something that's helped me with that that I've never done before is the journaling mm-hmm. um, because just writing down at the end of the night – you know, some of my thoughts and things, and it's kind of, yes, and it's kind of kept me more in balance, too, you know, just like, it's not all about work, it's not just all about the kids, it's not just all about, well, Mm -hmm. it is all about the diet, but no, just kidding, (laughs) (laughs) it's, you know, it's everything, and you do, I did, I think that you said on another podcast that journaling helps you with being grateful, or, Mm -hmm. but that's kind of, I I had a good feeling, like, wow, I did that. It may have been such a little thing, like a couple of nights I played board games with Mm. my kids, which I haven't done in a while, and I felt good about that time. Yeah. Well, that was was actually one of the main things that they suggested to do, is to list, write things down that you're proud of yourself for, your accomplishments, your achievements, even the little things. Like being a great mom, I, I always joke with my son in the morning if I make him breakfast and lunch I'm like this is I'm this is how I'm showing you I love you like I take great pride in just making him really healthy and he doesn't get it you know but I'm like I take time to make it and those are just little things but even bigger than that right our accomplishments in life and if anyone's ever sat down to kind of update a resume sometimes it's such a great practice to do because you go damn I'm I'm good I do have a lot of experience or I actually have done a lot and you don't tend to Take the time to reflect in that until you make yourself put a list together. And that's going to be one of the action steps that I know I really want to do for myself is to list those accomplishments, put them somewhere I can see them, and like keep reminding myself, I'm okay, you know, we're good enough. We can do this. You know, we've both been with the companies that we're with well over 20 years, and Mm -hmm. I won't say how many more than 20, but um, so, you know, we're not used to, you know, putting together resumes, going out for interviews, doing all of those things. Uh, But it is a good practice, right? Because then you kind of, you know, have to really look at it in your face like, wow. Yeah. You know, I have accomplished a lot. Right. Well, I do. I mean, anytime I internally interview for promotions, you have to go through that process. And it's, you don't have to do that? Oh, that's good. Mm. That's good. Well, I haven't. Yeah. It is a good pro- – and then the, the other one, the other piece too, which is funny because I think anybody who is having self-doubt and questioning yourself or feeling like you're a fake or a phony, we won't do this because we're afraid of the answer. But the, the one thing that they recommended to do is ask other people for feedback that you can trust that you know will give you good feedback. So if you mm-hmm. say, 
hey, I'm thinking about this new business endeavor of doing a podcast, you know, to ask somebody. And like usually, I mean, a husband is a great thing for that, a spouse or a best friend. But, you know, just they'll tell you if it's a stupid, crazy idea or you're capable, you should do it, go ahead. And I think so sometimes too, just getting that actual validation from somebody that you know will tell you honestly. Yeah, I felt that the first few times that I shared the podcast with my family and got comments like, wow, I'm shocked. It's mm-hmm. not that bad kind of thing <laughs> for my kids. And I was elated. But it is putting yourself out there, right? Yep. Leaving yourself open for criticism or even constructive criticism is hard. It's hard. Right. Well, the key is, right, it will never happen unless you make a step forward, right? Unless you put yourself out there and you decide to show up and go big, then nothing can happen. It's not going to come. And that's what mm-hmm. I keep telling myself. Like, we have to do it one step in front of the other. And that was so many of our – the first day when we talked about our resolutions was about that, about keeping that open mind that, yeah, we, we go big on January 1. It's a great day to say start fresh and these big ambitious goals. But the truth is that – Every day is a new start, right? Every single day we can start over and make progress and move forward and have those small achievements. And I have to say, I mean, it's great to go on a journey with you on this. And I'm hoping our listeners feel the same way. It is just like when something funny happens or I get off track or whatever, then to call you or to hear what you're doing and Mm -hmm. implementing some of the things great yeah. things your celery juice and all that into my yeah. program you know I'm growing so in ways good. that wasn't even in my plan to begin with just from that well it's the bible right you're reading the bible now. Exactly. you're so good well, yes you're not the only one you gotta rub on yeah I'm just reading smut you're reading the bible <laughs> I decided to pick a book that would be a great challenge mm. so I'm supposed to read three passages or one a day. So I get a little behind, so then I catch up. Um, but it's, it is it is a, a big challenge. And I thought, you know what, what? Good... why not? Right. I mean, why it's the not? Bible. Like, it's obviously, it's, it's part of history. It's part of the future, no matter what yes. you believe in. And I think yeah. that's amazing. Good and thing. I honestly, if my friends and family here, I am not drinking and reading the Bible, they will wonder if... <laughs> <laughs> I fell over. What have you done with Beverly Steele? Where is she? Yes, you are not exactly. her. Exactly. So I will let you know how that goes. <laughs> awesome. Well, I think I think that's a big focus for me this week is to not be so hard on myself. Okay, but the other big thing I have to do, and this is again where I failed, is getting my ass out of bed in the morning. I just it's bad. I said I was gonna get up and work out, and I think I, that is the first thing I've let go. So I really need to be more diligent about that and not, not beat myself up, but I need to get myself up and out of bed mm-hmm. in the morning. Just to have that time. What time are you getting up? Well, that's been the problem, though. I mean, when you have early morning flights, it makes it super hard. But I need uh. to be really more – I have been doing a good bedroom bed routine where I am doing a lot of preparation the night before. Like even my celery juice, I've started to do it um, – at night and I put it in a bottle and I have it in the fridge I squeeze the lemon like put that in the fridge with the apple cider vinegar um even my coffee like I have the coffee in the french press ready to go so everything's ready so I can Mm -hmm. get up and go but I had to leave my house at like 4 30 this week so it helped but I I kept to those goals which is good that is good are you finding any of this rubbing off on your family 
I, you know, I haven't had my juice juicer out for probably well over a year or more. So I've been doing the juicing and my daughter said, hey, you know, I want to make almond milk. Ooh. I've always, you know, they look at those videos all the time on social media. So she made amazing almond milk, which Ooh. is keto. So I was, I've been able to drink that. She made a strawberry version that everybody in the family liked. I wasn't able to have that. But oh. I like seeing the changes and, you know, Good. touching family you, your face looks like this. yeah no <laughs> that's not happening not happening not happening over here in my household um but I have two boys and you know so I think that it's just different they're not into doing that although but I feel like I've been you know the way that I've been stocking my house has been healthier so in the end they're getting that just and yes. I've kind of forced it upon my husband to be gluten-free <laughs> So I told him he has to be because he suffers from migraines so often. And I said, you know, we're doing this no dairy, no gluten thing for you. And so I don't know what he does outside the house. but I noticed my refrigerator is getting less cluttered Mm. and it's getting more colorful, which makes me happy. Yeah. (laughs) All that healthy thing. So what, what is your plan for this week? What's your... Yeah. So I think Focus. I think like we just talked about, I want to really be cognizant of the fact of where am I holding myself back and how can I not be afraid to take risks or to do things that scare me. And so I want to make that list, like I said, of things that I feel proud of, things that I have accomplished and keep that with me. Um, and really be, you know, a little more focused on my own self-care because while I've been there's been a lot I mean and I don't think we need to be perfect at every single thing I've you know had I've been cleansing this week and had um you know had to get all my drinks and juices and supplements and tonics and and crazy that's crazy crazy tonics you're you're flying how do you travel when you're on a Oh, well, so I only went for like one this. overnight, but I had to check in my bag because I had all my mm. tonics, So, oh which, by the way, are horrible. But I don't want to bash the cleanse because I think the cleanse is, is good. It's just, oh, I told you, I have, I have to drink these tonics at night that are, like, pretty awful. But, um, but, yeah, other than that, I think really just being focused and trying to find balance for the things that make me feel good so that I'm more productive as – a mom as a wife in in my job that I'm now, you know, back at after two and a half weeks of a break. Yeah, exactly. What about you? What are you doing? I really think that I am, like, I change the exercises by doing them every hour. I have to take the time to make adjustments based on my schedule because I will, too, have, I have to go to Seattle next week um, and it's very easy for me to be like, oh, I have this, so I can't. I can't eat as healthy. I can't, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. exercise. I can't. So making adjustments that make sense and you still feel okay. Maybe it's not, you're not going to go run five miles, but maybe you get a 20 minute run in or you get, you know, a 10 minute walk with the dogs and you do some of your core and then you're off to the airport. Yeah. But it's just something to check, right? All right. So to all of you listeners, let's do it. Let's do our action for you guys as well. Join us and create a list of accomplishments, things that you're proud of. Make that list and then go out there and do one thing that scares you this week. And then go to our Facebook page, which is BB Brave. That's B, the letter B, then B E Brave. That's our Facebook page and hashtag 
Bitches be brave with your list and tell us what you did that scared you this week that you went out there. And if you do, we will tell you what we're going to do this week that scares us. And believe me, I'm sure Heather's is interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what I'm going to do. Under. I'm trying yeah. to, I know. That's why I said that because I have no idea what I'm going to do. But All right. think about it and go to Be Be Brave on Facebook. And that's, and, and let's, let's leave you with this quote. So I love this. I found this and I think it's absolutely perfect for this particular podcast. And that is, be brave. Even if you're not, pretend to be. No one can tell the difference. So, so. true. Awesome. Everyone have a great week. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you.